the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. What is most important right now, child of God? is that you are led by the Spirit of God. God wants to have such an intimate relationship with you that you experience His presence. Then you receive answers from the Father. How would you know that it's God speaking to you? I mean, how would God speak to you? Would He speak to you in an audible voice? Well, He could. But if you don't hear His audible voice, because it doesn't happen so very often for many, how will you know it's God speaking to you, though? God will speak to you in your inner ear. He may even show you what he wants you to know. But how will you know that it's God speaking? How do you know that the vision that you're seeing is of God? Well, first of all, God never contradicts his word. Whatever God says to you, And you're saying, well, is this God? Whatever God says to you, I promise it agrees with his word. He said these words are both faithful and true. And God cannot lie. So he will only speak what is true. So he will never say anything to you that contradicts his word. He will never say anything that's opposed or against the holy word of God. Is it okay to seek counsel? That question sometimes is is asked emphatically, yes, it's okay to seek counsel. Proverbs 24 and 6 says, For by wise guidance you can wage your war, and in abundance of counselors there is victory. Bless his holy name. Isaiah 8 and 19. And when they say to you, inquire of the medians and the sorcerers who chirp and mutter, should not a people inquire of their God? What is Isaiah saying here? He's saying when people tell you, go see someone that does witchcraft, a medium or some sorcerer, you know, somebody that does witchcraft, or looks at tea leaves, reads tea leaves or palms or crystal balls. But the Bible says, should not a people inquire of their God? Absolutely, children of God. We are to inquire of the Almighty. Now, a child of God, if you seek counsel, They really need to only be confirming what you have already been told by God, what God has already given you within. So what am I saying? When you seek counsel, you should already 
have heard from the Lord because we should be constantly hearing from God. And so the person that's advising you, someone from the church, somebody that knows the Lord, if that person has been appointed to advise you by God, then what they're saying to you, you should have already been given that. And what they're saying should merely be confirmation to you. You have a resident advisor, a foreigner from a different nation that has come to live within you. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. The title of our message today is God Wants to Be Your Guide. And so today I want to give you four stars. That's what I call them, four stars, four points to hear God's guidance and his comforting voice because the Almighty's voice is so comforting. When you're in a circumstance and you need to hear, you need advice, we need to get that from the Almighty. God has placed within you such power, such authority, the world can't handle you. Within every child of God, he sent an advisor. The advisor is the same advisor that advised Jesus. There is only one spirit, the Holy Spirit, the same one that Jesus had access to. Only one man lived before Jesus who had such an astounding relationship that Islam, Judaism, and Christianity are still teaching and studying about this man, the man, Moses. Most theologians consider him the forerunner to Jesus Christ. Now, Moses was led by the Spirit of God. He had such an intimate relationship with God that he could enter God's presence without a bunch of rituals or the cleansing that the priest had to do. Remember, the priest would have to put on the holy garments and they would have to be cleansed and then put on the garments. And if they went into the Holy of Holies and they were unclean, the bells on their garment would no longer tinkle, right? We would know. They would know then that they were dead. And they would drag them out by the rope that was attached to them. So they had to be clean. They had to go through a process to enter the Holy of Holies. But Moses could enter right into the very presence of God without the holy garments, without all the cleansing and all of that, without being the rope tied so that if he died, they could drag him out without coming in. He didn't have to do that. Because he had a relationship with God. Moses could go into God's presence without all the formalities to enter. For as many are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Wait, the sons of God? The sons of God, who are they? That would be you, meaning the sons and the daughters of God. Romans 8 and 14. The Spirit himself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. There it is again. Romans 8 and 16. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Proverbs 26 and 27. If the spirit within us is the candle of the Lord, then we should anticipate we will be led by the spirit of God. That should not be a phenomena. That's just natural. If the spirit of the Lord is the candle of our soul, then we will be led by the Spirit of God. Another translation says this, Proverbs 20 and 27, the Spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord. Ah, (laughs) that is so amazing. So it is God that will inform us. He will guide us through our spirits. How? By the Holy Spirit, because you have his spirit. And remember, the spirit of the Lord, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit, Jesus said he won't speak on his own. (laughs) So he has his own personality and his own thoughts, but he says he will not speak on his own. 
He will only say what the Father has sent him to say. Now, that's outrageous, right? Shocking. It's amazing. Outrageous in a good way. Moses was led by God himself. God has not changed. He wants to guide you with his spirit. And so maybe you have a a desperate need to hear from God, but I'm telling you, he's desperate to hear from you. God desires relationships so much that he created you to be his family. Moses and God had something vitally important in common. They both wanted relationship from one another. Are you standing in a different place than that? No, most certainly you are not. You want relationship with God. That's why you're listening to this message. That's why you're a child of God. And God wants relationship with you. That's why he chose you and drew you unto himself. God has not changed today. He wants relationship as much as you want it from him. Now, God gave an assignment of leadership to Moses, but Moses wanted more. Moses, the wonderful leader of the children of Israel, was the same as you and I. He desired for God to have a deep relationship, an intimate relationship with him. He even wanted God to show him a sign that he was with him. At one point, Moses communed with God, not with all the people, just he and God. To pursue direction. He needed a further sign is what he wanted. A heavenly sign. Moses had signs all along the journey that God was with him. He actually perceived several somewhat extraordinary graphic presentations of God's power and his presence. A burning bush. A staff that turned into a snake. A tree branch that cleaned up impure waters. Pillars of fire leading the camp of thousands by night. Clouds managing them by day. Manna, heaven's bread, delivered each morning by skyfall. (laughs) How amazing is that? But now Moses hopes for further illumination. Moses speaks to God in a meek way. Look, uh, you've told me to lead this people, but you have not let me know who you will send with me. You said, I know you by name. And you also have said that I found favor in your sight. Now, if I indeed have found favor in your sight, please teach me your ways. And I will know that I have found favor in your sight. Now, consider that this nation is your people. Exodus 33, 12 to 13. Moses posed an important request to God. Guide me clearly along the way. Isn't that what he's saying? Other translations say it this way. Teach me your ways. Or in the NIV, let me know thy ways. Or in another translation, the King James Bible, show me now thy way. He's saying, show me your ways. I don't want to sin against you. Teach me your ways. Draw close to me. I'm desiring to draw close to you. Each of us wants to be engaged in a relationship where we are guided by God, don't we? We desire to be taught God's ways. Am I right? Do you know the direction that he is leading us in? Have you ever cried out, Lord, show me your ways that I may not sin against you. We are eager for God's guidance and he yearns to give us direction. We are like Moses in so many ways. Show me your way. Show me your way that I may not sin against you. I pray that that is one of your prayers. God always has something more than what we are asking for. He will give us more exceedingly and above what we're hoping and asking for through Christ Jesus. This is exceedingly and above that God offered to Moses 
God promised Moses himself. That's above what Moses was asking for. He said, so so what do I mean by that? God promised Moses his presence would be with him. He agreed, I'm not going to send anybody else with you. I'm not going to do that. I am personally going to be with you, Moses. How awesome is that? This is so much more than just receiving a sign, you know, the, the burning bush or you know, the pillar. He received the presence of God to go with him. God replied to Moses' prayer request, his request for a sign by saying, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. What does that mean? I will give you peace. I will be there with you. You won't be striving to know what I'm telling you. You won't be striving to be in my presence. I am going to be right there with you. God did not send an angel to guide him this time. God himself went with Moses and led Moses and the nation of Israel. God presented something superior, something far better than guidance. He agreed to be their guide. Now that's important. There's a shift there. He vowed to go along with them, to be with them. God did not want to be far off. And, you know, many of think of God that way right now. He's far off and he's out of reach. But no, he's a God that's nearby. He gives us his Holy Spirit. But as he did with Adam and Eve, he visited in the garden, but he he chose to come down and live among his people with Israel. He visited the garden, but he chose to come and live among them to guide them. Again, God saw Moses as a friend. He walked with his friend and with the children of Israel side by side as a man walks with his best friend. Though the Bible never mentions the word guidance, but it does speak about a guide. So we may seek guidance, but God provides something better than that. In the depths of our soul, he is our guide. That's what God does. The Holy Spirit guides us. Sometimes we want something to happen, you know, for God to show us what he's going to do. But this is the better thing that God gave Moses. God promised Moses his presence. God replied to Moses, gave him his request for a sign by saying, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. That is so much more than Moses had hoped or dreamed for. Signs can be just for a moment. They're not permanent. Signs can be misunderstood. We might even uh, misinterpret what we're seeing. I remember at one point in my life, uh, that's the way God really dealt with me. He would show me a vision or show me, you know, about a situation that I was inquiring about or praying for someone. And God would show me a vision. Well, I was really young, you know, my late twenties, my early thirties. And so I would misinterpret sometime what God was showing me. And that's why we have to be so careful with prophecy Many people have mistaken and misinterpreted what they're seeing or hearing, and then they give someone misdirection. It's important to be seasoned in the word of God and to be seasoned with the gifts. So because I, I, I got frustrated because I didn't understand the visions and I, you know, it couldn't, wasn't clear to me. So I said to the Lord one day, I said, please, Lord, could you just not show me a vision? Could you just talk to me? Could you just tell me what you want me to know? Because visions, I have to interpret them and kind of figure out what you're saying to me. But could you just talk to me? (laughs) I want to tell you, God began to speak to me more and more and more. I have visions, but mostly God speaks to me in my inner ear because that was my request to him. I wanted 
his presence in a very special way, but I wanted it in a way that I did not have to interpret, but I could understand. It was this presence, the relationship that Moses experienced. This is one of the most exciting books of the Bible for me in the book of Exodus, the life of Moses. The Lord spoke with Moses face to face, just as a man speaks with a friend. This verse speaks to reality. It talks about communion between Moses and God. Moses was God's friend, not because he was perfect or because he was powerful, but because he was obedient and he had a heart that he deeply, deeply loved God and he loved God's people. They were friends because friends trust each other. They talk to one another and they share common interests. And so no one could separate. No one could make a separation between God and Moses. No matter how much the people murmured against his leadership, Moses did not turn against God. No one could make a separation between Moses and his friend, God. Moses knew that wherever he was going, God was with him. God didn't always provide some great sign for him, but he was with him. And he knew who was with him, and he knew that that was all that mattered. Moses was a real person, and he had uh, dynamic encounters with God. He had dynamic encounters with the real God. This relationship, it provided direction, and it gave guidance to the children of Israel through Moses. If we want to know God's will, we must get to know God. Remember what Moses said? I want to know you so that I do not sin against you. Guidance. Guidance is the key to the relationship. If we seek the guide more than we seek his guidance, then we get off on the wrong track. We have to seek the Father. As we seek the Father himself, he will guide us more and more and more. The benefit of this relationship is power. There is power in having an intimate relationship with God. Bless his holy name. I want to talk about four steps today that will bring you to a place to be able to hear God's voice, to be able to walk in that intimate relationship. When you have a circumstance or just in general, in every day, any time you could do this, but especially when we need an answer from God and we are looking to him to be our guide, we need to quiet ourselves. First of all, be at peace. Quiet yourself so that you can hear from the Almighty. And as you pray, anticipate guidance. David said, I look expectantly to the Lord. And I cried to him. He inclined unto my cry. But he had an expectation. Expect God to show you something. And then understand that it might just be a suddenly that it happens Suddenly, enlightenment comes to your mind, and God gives you that answer. And then be sure that you are writing. Writing is so important. I am constantly writing what God says when I go to my prayer place to pray. I am constantly making note of even the day that he said something. Oftentimes, I note the day and the time. I can look back on that and see a pattern of how God deals with me, a pattern of how I receive answers from God. In the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2, verses 1 to 3, it is absolutely amazing. It shows us how to hear God's voice. Habakkuk talks about standing on his guard post. It means be still. 
be still and know that he alone is God. And then Habakkuk tells us about watching for the Lord. There's a watching and there is a waiting. God will enlighten our eyes when we keep our mind. See, our heart has to be focused on the Messiah. When our heart is focused on God, he will enlighten our eyes. The Bible says, if thy eye be single, then thy whole body be full of light. And then, and then God will speak to you. He will speak to you and give you guidance. Then the Lord answered me and said, record the vision, write the flow of the thoughts, write down what's coming to you. Record the vision, write your thoughts as they flow through your mind. Journal what God is giving you. You will come to an intimate relationship with God where you receive answers over and over again. And first, the anointing will flow for you. And then, with time, the anointing begins to flow for others. And God will give you. He will give you guidance. He will give you instruction. God will let wisdom flow over you. He will bless you. He will increase you. He will widen your tent, meaning he will expand your territory. The signs that God will give you will be absolutely amazing when you're not even looking for a sign. The Bible says this, and the Lord said, I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. The grace of God is unmerited favor. It's, it's, it's the joy of his heart. It's the love of his heart. God's love is his compassion and his mercy that's new every day. God wants to guide you with his eye. I'm talking about being guided by the Holy Spirit. Moses wanted to see God's glory, and he wanted a sign from God. But God said, you will see signs all the time. My goodness, my grace are all around you. You want something visible to to happen? Here's a place near to me. You can stand on the rock, and when my glory passes by, I will put you in the cuff of the rock and cover you with my hand until I pass by. And then I will take my hand away, and you will see my back, but my face will not be seen. Exodus 33, 21 to 23. Moses did as God told him to do. He stood in the cleft of the rock, and God passed by. A visible appearance. This time, it looked like a human form of God, and Moses saw him, not his face, but he saw him from behind. God wants to guide us. He wants us to draw close to him and an intimate relationship where he can speak to you in your inner ear. He wants you to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. In the day where we live right now, it is so important to have that intimate relationship with God, where he calls you friend, where you and God walk together, where you experience his presence on a daily basis. God is calling the church to a powerful place. As the coming of Christ is upon us, miracles, signs, and wonders, you're not even going to have to ask for them. They're just going to happen because they follow those who believe. But God is opening the windows of heaven. He's pouring out his power. And the ones that are watching and waiting, the ones that are drawing close to him in that intimate relationship, 
those are the ones who will see the signs, the miracles, the signs, and the wonders. God is drawing you unto himself right now. He said, with ancient days of old, have I drawn you with loving kindness? With loving kindness, have I drawn you? God wants that intimate relationship where you and he walk and talk as friends. If you think it's impossible, the word of the Lord says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Put him to the test. He's going to show up for you. Have that intimate time. Establish that relationship where you're reading and you're, you're meditating on the word of God and you're drawing close to his presence and you tell him, Lord, I want to know you that I don't sin against you. Moses had a golden key to his intimate relationship with God. Do you know what that golden key was? Moses' golden key was obedience. Moses was obedient to God. And when God saw that Moses would be obedient, God did miracles, signs, and wonders. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654 each Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.